This episode of the Kryptonaut Podcast is brought to you by Cryptid Crate. Cryptid Crate is a monthly subscription box filled with various cryptozoology and paranormal themed items to wear, display, and collect. You can expect a carefully curated box filled with creeptastic pieces from indie makers and artisans pertaining to Bigfoot, Sasquatch, UFOs, ghosts, other cryptids, and mysterious creatures. Be sure to use our promo code GRAMPUS, that's G-R-A-M-P-U-S, at checkout to get 20% off your first monthly box. So we're going to continue on here. Annabelle Part 2, we're going to see what is in store uh, for the for the ladies, for Lou, and a couple of other people that are going to pop up. So without further ado, Christopher... Cue the creepy music. Kryptonaut Podcast. I'm Mark Storrs, and with me is Christopher. And wow, I cannot sing. Just Rob. Be sure to rate <laughs> and review this podcast on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It helps us out a lot. We're available on the Twitters, the Instagrams, and the Facebooks. All the Twitters. All those social medias hit us up. Uh, we enjoy talking to our listeners. It's a really it. fun time. And uh, hey, real quick, logistically speaking, we probably couldn't find our way out of a box, but we decided as a group, as a unit, as a small democracy that we oh, are, indeed. we're going to actually release these two episodes back to back because making somebody wait an entire week to hear of Lou's fate, we just didn't think was very fair. No, it wasn't. It's not right. It's, it's not. just not right. Yeah, I'm a fan of Big Lou. Yeah, clearly. And Chris we got to know what happens. I might even be him. I don't know yet. We don't, yeah, it's a possibility. I mean, the story is yet to unfold. I just saw a ghost cat, I swear to God. Real life paranormal event. I saw a shadow cat walk you by my You just saw leg. the ghost cat. Just fucking now. Did you see your ghost cat ever? No, but I saw, I, up the street, I saw a ghost, ghost cat. cat right, no, right by my leg was clearly a shadowy cat. Okay. We'll save that for another day. Not in my household. Legitimate paranormal Like most paranormal event. things, let's just ignore it and continue on with yeah, our lives. Get on with our lives <laughs> yeah. and pretend I never reported it. I don't want to face it. the devil or his minions at I, this I point in life. I didn't feel like okay? it was particularly evil and it didn't exactly touch me, but it was close enough that it made me look. Alright, so here we go. This Fucked is up. Annabelle. Uh, this is part two. We're going to continue where we left off with Lou, who unfortunately um, had the doll follow him home. Yep. Yep, we're going to start like an old 80s TV show when they did a to-be-continued episode where we recap, and by recapping, we're just going to start with Lou's own words describing as it happened leading us into the next episode. Excellent. Robert, take it away. Thank you. This is Lou speaking. While I was lying there, I saw myself wake up. Something seemed wrong to me. I looked around the room, but nothing was out of place. But then when I looked down toward my feet, I saw the ragdoll Annabelle. Mm. It was slowly gliding up my body. I don't like gliding. The worst. It moved over my chest and stopped. <clears throat> then it put its arms out. One arm touched one side of my neck. The other touched the other side like it was trying to make an electrical connection. Then I saw That's myself weird. being strangled. I might as well have been pushing on a wall because it wouldn't move. It was literally strangling me to death. I couldn't help myself, no matter how hard I tried. So, suck. All that's, right, that's one of the worst moments of your life. You're All right, dying at the hand of a raggedy Ann. 
Especially when it's, it's a Raggedy Ann doll size, and you're like, get off me. And then you realize you it's can't. like pushing a wall. You because can't do anything. It's yeah. immobile with what must be the force of pure evil. I want to think that I can kick a doll pretty far. You'd like to think yeah. that. Well, I can't. There's I theories. I have theories. We okay. all know, we'll I think, it. in our hearts, though, what that, that it was. once the doll is possessed enough to actually become mobile, it's sort of like granite. You're not going to be able to move it much. Well, it can move itself. Ironically, you can't move it. Ironically. <laughs> well, right. we'll we'll see what happens here. All right, we'll, we'll okay. I have theories. So it, the Warrens, Ed and Lorraine, famous the uh, as you De- call them the do the duo of demonology, the duo of demonology, yeah, the DOD made much famous in a pile of Conjuring films and others. Uh, they concluded the tale, paralyzed and gasping for breath. Lou at this point. I'm sorry, Lou, at the point of asphyxiation, blacked out. Lou awoke the next morning certain it was a dream. Got that totally wrong. <laughs> okay. Certain it was okay, a dream. Okay, yeah, that makes okay. more sense. Boom. Yeah. Yep, nailed it. Lou was determined to rid himself of that doll and the spirit that possessed it. So it actually choked him to the point of, it, it, it put him, it, it got him in a lot. It, it got him on the ground. It, it well, he got him in, in a lot. He was in bed. Okay, he, he, well, he was in bed, but... It essentially just, it just up choked him out. Choked him out. Like a UFC with choked him out. gentle, cloth-like hands. Okay. And it, and he could not move it for it was out like moving the wall. And he passed out. And then he passed out. And, but he didn't wake up but from he, it. But he woke up contrary to my description. Right. He woke up later. Sure, it wasn't a dream. It wasn't a dream, okay. but the yeah. doll was not there. But the doll was gone. Because normally if somebody chokes you out, you, as soon as your brain, as soon as I've been choked out before, like in judo and stuff like that from way long time ago when I was a kid. Uh, but you wake up almost as, as soon as that air hits you again. You're, yeah. Whoa, and you're, you're but back. were you choked out by pure evil? No, that's true. It was yeah, never. that's the no, key difference true. here. Okay. You got to you got to weigh that into that's, the science. That's pure the evil. deal. Yeah. Okay, continue. All right. Lou felt as if whatever was animating the doll was warning him to mind his own business. Yeah, that seems pretty clear. But out of concern for his friends, he refused to be deterred, like the big Lou described by Chris. The man who is going to put his life on the line to defend yeah. his lady friends and their yeah. honor and their very lives, right. perhaps their souls. We don't know how deep this is going to go. Big Lou. It would be back at Donna and Angie's apartment that Annabelle would strike again. The following evening, oh, while preparing for a road trip, Lou and Angie were alone. I've heard some reports that they were uh, engaged. So that might be what Lou and Angie's relationship was, but oh, okay. I've I've uh, heard that in a few. Oh, okay. So okay. I, right. I I don't I don't know how that works, but if they're taking a road trip, possibly, or maybe they're just buddies on a road trip. They were studying maps in the living room just before eleven p.m. Without warning, the peer the the pair heard an odd shuffling sound emanating from Donna's room. Angie was concerned that someone might have broken into the apartment, but Lou feared it might be something much worse. Mm, fucking. Lou summoned the courage that I'm not sure I could replicate and crept towards uh, Donna's bedroom door. He paused outside the entrance until the sounds abated, then eased the door open and anxiously flipped on the light switch. The room was empty save for Annabelle, which seemed to have been haphazardly thrown into the corner of the room. Lou entered the space and apprehensively approached the crumpled ragdoll. It was then that he claimed to have felt a tingling sensation on the back of his neck, as if he was being watched from behind. Lou explained the feeling in an interview with the Warrens. This is uh, Lou's words. But as I got close to the doll, I got a distinct impression that somebody was behind me. I swung around instantly and, well, at this point, Angie interjects, 
as possible fiancés are wont to do. He won't talk about that part. When Lou turned around, there wasn't anybody there, but he suddenly yelled and grabbed for his chest. He was doubled over, cut and bleeding when I got to him. Blood was all over his shirt. Lou was shaking and scared, and we went back out into the living room. Then we opened his shirt, and there on his chest was what looked to be a sort of claw mark. Ah, oh, the phantom... The phantom claw. Claw mark of the doll of demons. Of the soft well doll. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a terrible title that I just no, gave Annabelle. No, the phantom claw mark of the doll, doll demons. demons. I would yeah. watch that movie. Yeah. If that movie starred Boris Karloff and came out in 58, so it would be gets, one of my favorites. Oh, no. If it came out of Hong Kong oh, in 1982, like, it would be my be absolute yeah. favorite. So yeah, he, you're right. You so nailed he, that. So he, he gets that sensation, turns around, all of a sudden, bam, and obviously... And he's screaming, but, yeah. but the clothing was not it torn. Was th- under his skin. Uh, Oh, it was under a shirt. man. So she being a nursing student and a concerned citizen and possibly his fiancée okay. opened up the shirt to find claw marks. Here's how they were described. On his chest were seven slices. Four were horizontal and... Th- horizontal, Jesus Christ. Horizontal <laughs> right. and three were vertical. Both the Warrens, Donna, and Angie confirmed that the wounds existed, but unfortunately no one bothered to take any photographs. Mm. Oddly... The marks, which Lou claimed burned with horribly, I'm sorry, which Lou claimed burned horribly and actually radiated heat, were all but gone the next day and completely vanished a mere 48 hours later. Hmm. So that could be something maybe psychological? No, because they all saw no, it. No, I mean, they oh, saw it. This was a big, big yeah. fat fucking illusion. And if it's radiating heat, right. other people can... <laughs> yeah, no, I know. His, got, his face, got, I'm like... you got to come I'm, down. I'm sorry. I'm illusion. I'm sorry. God, just putting and, ideas and when there. did you when did you, you lose are. faith in Big Lou? I, maybe it's the doll messing I don't know. Well, everyone's Dude, head. listen. I'm a big fan of Big Lou, but I'm losing faith in Big Lou. I'll okay. give you reasons after why. Okay. All right, here we go. I got one, too, maybe, but we'll save it Yeah, I got a few. All right. Not sure where else to turn, and now realizing that they are dealing with something much worse than the benign spirit of a lonely child, the trio decided to contact someone in the clergy. It's what you do. You go to Yahweh always. Yep. That's the deal. Yahweh's the, the go-to. The first man they got a hold of was an Episcopalian priest named Father Hegan. Hegan went to the apartment and allowed the witnesses to explain their dire predicament. Hegan understood the gravity of their situation, but felt that he was not qualified to deal with it himself. So he referred them to one of his superiors, Father Cook. Oh, that's always a deal. Yeah. yeah in in every yeah. single case, it's like you go to your local dude and you're like, oh, man, this is fucked. I got to go. I got to. I got to talk to the higher up. Yeah. Yep. It was what was emulated, actually, in the movie The Exorcist. But after this, I'm not sure when the book was published, but I, I think it was published in 70 or 71. I don't know for sure. Someone could clarify that for us, no doubt. But okay. So but, is this like an old priest, young priest, priest situation? Well, I don't. Know. Well, probably. Okay, probably yeah. the superior is older. Right. But it's funny to me that it seems to emulate something that had not happened yet in pop culture. Okay. I find that interesting. Yeah. Just throw that in there as an aside. It would be Father Cook who would contact the most experienced demonologists he knew of, the now legendary husband and wife team of Ed and Lorraine Warren. Mm. who were also part of the Amityville horror investigation, he put them on the case. The Warrens wasted no time in contacting the group, and upon interviewing the three witnesses, Ed Warren, a devout Catholic as well as a paranormal investigator, Mm. seemed astounded that these young adults were so quick to trust the words of the ghost spoken through the medium. Mm. See? Chris's prophetic, prophetic words? 
Ed Warren summed up the situation thusly during uh, his interview with Donna, Angie, and Lou. So from uh, Ed Warren, famous uh, a member of the, what, what are they called again? The duo, duo. demonology? Thank you. Yeah. To begin, with, to begin with, I don't know, that, if they were wrestlers, <laughs> that's exactly what the they DOD. would be. To begin with, there is no Annabelle. There never was. You were duped. However, we are dealing with a spirit here. Oh, so the medium fed them the line about Annabelle. According to Ed Moore. But they may have opened up the the, the, the chasm to the other. The conduit. The the conduit to the other. What's the chasm? The conduit to the other world. Chasm. You can say chasm all you want. I fuck up things all the time. (laughs) (laughs) They opened up the chasm. (laughs) So did they open up this conduit? And it wasn't Annabelle, but it was something completely Maybe. different. Maybe. Something older, something more evil. Well, I know. I know that's what I said. That's what you did say. But, but I, I said that only because that's what they say that those people say. Oh. oh. You say what I say, what he says. Wow. So if you go back and listen, then you it's not coming from me. It's yeah. like they always say when you get that innocent. So you're saying you're reserving judgment. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Man, Chris is on to this. I like this. I've never <laughs> seen this side of Chris before. Well, it's well, what happens with a Catholic on, school yeah, education. This is it. You're on to it. Dude, I've had the most Yahweh of all y'all. Yeah, it's true. You might be I the mean, new I, I went to school with nuns, but Chris, is, Chris has definitely got the I did the whole crowd. shebang did and, the whole and shebang. post into high school a few years of post-Jesusisms. Uh, okay. All right. Circle of 12. Here we go. All right. Let's do this. One, two, three. All right. So know <laughs> that they're duped. Maybe. But they're dealing with spirit. That's what, no, that's what, I'm sorry, Ed Warren was saying. He yes. continued on to say, the teleportation of the doll while you were out of the apartment, the appearance of notes written on parchment, the manifestation of three symbolic drops of blood, plus the gestures the doll made are all meaningful. They tell me there was intent, which means there was an intelligence behind the activity. But ghosts, human spirits, plain and simply, can't bring on phenomenon of this nature and intensity. They don't have the power. But what has the power to do it? At this point, Big Lou interjects. Okay. He says, it's a damn voodoo doll, that's what it is. I told them about that thing a long time ago. The doll was just taking advantage of them, which to me is classic Big Lou. Are we having a change in Big Lou, though? No. This okay. is the Big Lou I've always known <clears throat> in my just heart. Sure. No, Big Lou, big, 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 new. big Lou is solid. However, he didn't have the capacity to handle the depth no, he did not. of what's happening. He backed okay. off a little okay. bit. That's what I feel. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nevertheless, Donna defended the position Jeez. that she and Angie had previously assumed in protecting Annabelle. And she said, it was the spirit of Annabelle we cared about. How... How were we to know anything? But looking back on it now, maybe we shouldn't have got given the doll so much credence. But really, we saw the thing as being no more than a harmless mascot. It never hurt anything, at least until the other day. All fair. All fair from uh, Donna's point of view. Okay. After completing the interview, inspecting the rag doll, checking Lou's wounds, and confirming that none of the eyewitnesses ever saw the specter of a child in the apartment, which I find to be an interesting... Add on to this that if you see like I corporeal or what 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 did what did uh, not Vankman but what did like Dan Aykroyd call it in the a full torso apparition whatever it is we're morons we can't figure it out now but without seeing one of these it made him believe that it really wasn't a dead child. Because apparently you would be more likely to see a visual manifestation, apparently, according to Ed Warren, as opposed to just a doll moving. I I, I don't know. But it's it's pretty weird. 
So after confirming that uh, they didn't see the ghost of a child, the Warrens came to the startling, startling conclusion that it was not a ghost they were dealing with, but an actual demon. <gasps> as predicted Same. by one Christopher Carnicelli. Yeah. Fucking demons. Even more chillingly, the Warrens postulated that the doll itself was not actually possessed by an evil entity, but that the doll was a conduit between the earthly realm and hell itself. Yeah, baby, there it is. Boom. It's a Slayer record. Suck on that for a while. Oh, that's yeah, wicked. But okay. how, but why? Why not? Well, yeah, I'm assuming why? because they <laughs> good enough. Yeah, yeah. Because touche. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but for why though? If the alleged demon was there with the medium and they're like, yes, sure, go ahead and have it buy the doll. They technically opened up the gate to the demon. The to, portal? Well, no. To the, the dark realm? Yeah, but, yeah. I, but my question is why, why do demons need just a human saying... Okay. Isn't that the deal? You have to like. You have to give them. You have to give them the. the I, okay. To well, do let's it? not confuse it with vampires. No, no, I'm saying there's like vampires. You got to say, "Come into my home." Well, isn't that kind of a kind no, of trope? No, I mean, there's lore there. It's the same thing with Ouija boards. You're like opening something because you're yeah. asking or whatever. But like, what, why is that a thing? I don't know. You know what I mean? Why, why is, is it, the simple word? Does it, though, fall back on the idea that many clergymen of all of the Abrahamic faiths, but particularly the Christian ones, have that anything you do that is remotely occult and or paganistic is inviting the devil to work his evil magic yeah. through whatever device and influence your life. Yeah. So that could be like a carte blanche defense against anything yeah. that is not no, considered yeah, control. Kind of, it's, ritual. it's control. You can't like, say or anything yeah but that kind of seems like you know like don't go swimming until 30 minutes after you eat like really it sure seems like it kind of seems that way like it, it doesn't mean it is but it sure seems that yeah. way yeah i mean i've had a sandwich nope. and gone for a dip no and but, fine. but no, no I'm, but there is something because of the what your body does and it could happen true so there's something behind and that also there's yeah. no there's no science behind was your subway uh, sub a portal to hell yeah <laughs> Oh, that's the well, actually, consider that I've aspect. had more than one terrible Subway sub. Yeah, if it yeah. results in diarrhea, there's half a chance it's salmonella, half a chance it's demonic. Just Subway. I know. <laughs> it's just Subway. I mean, a third. It's literally <laughs> like Subway, right now, you can, I can look at this Satan. bottle of beer and be like, accept the beer as the conduit, and that literally should be enough right now. I guess so. If you so let's it, do it. I don't want to do that. But why do you, you have, have to mean to it? it, it shouldn't, you shouldn't have to mean it. I think you gotta mean it, but is it no? Because- that is, yeah, but that's that's a it's a cop. I I don't believe in anything that says you have to believe in it to be true. Yeah, because if you don't believe in it, then it isn't true. But then, how do placebos work? Mm. That's your that's your brain. That's not real. But is it your brain or opening a portal to the cure? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just don't know. No, that no that that, that works within you and making you think. That doesn't. That's it's not reality. It's a slippery slope. It's a slippery fucking slope. I can't make cheese with my brain, and cheese is going to happen. I wish you could. could I wish could, I yeah. fucking could do. God, we need some cheese right now. But that's different. So what Placebo I'm... is different than making a portal. No, I so, know. I okay. agree. <laughs> I agree. I mean, is it so much as that it's a portal, or that the Dow was possessed by a demonic force because they gave it the authority to do so? See, that's the funny the, thing the was, why do they have to give it authority? That's my whole point. Well, assuming just uh, I mean, understanding, no, no, wait, why? Wait, understanding that this is Chris's legitimate question, which I absolutely agree is worth <laughs> asking. Yeah, and no, I, I wonder asked, yeah. if you are going by traditional uh, interpretations of demonic things, I don't understand why Mark's supposition of why this isn't just 
a demon invited to live within a doll and it lives within this doll. Why that suddenly became questioned by Ed Warren yeah. as a direct, unless all demons are from hell and basically everything they possess is like a drone. It's like basically drone attacks from yeah. the dark world. <laughs> yeah. And so everything, you're, you're never really there. You're always remote. You're just, just so the demons don't get actually killed if something goes wrong. No, with yeah, you're dog. Baphomet and you have Baphomet drones. Exactly. It just makes sense. Oh, you got a little For Pazuzu, the safety of demons. Little tiny Pazuzu wings, like you say? Yeah. yeah little and cute you, and, and What do you think flight? sparrows are? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh demon that's drones. a dirty truth. Millions yeah. of Pazuzu or starlings. Oh, okay. all right. So we really don't know, but this is Ed's theory. It's a it's it's a conduit between the earthly realm and hell itself, which is really the coolest way you can say it. Yeah. All right. They also, that being the Warrens, affirmed that the medium had been manipulated in order to gain the trust of the people in the apartment, leading to what they called an infestation of the home. Oh, multiple demons. The Warrens further claimed <sighs> that the inhuman demonic spirit had preyed upon the nursing student's intrinsic compassion by pretending it was a lost child, Ed Warren went on to say mm. verbatim. What has happened is something inhuman has taken over here. Demonic. Ordinarily, people aren't bothered by inhuman demonic Demonic. Demonic, thank you, spirits, unless they do something to bring the force into their lives. Mm. Thus broaching the same subject uh, we were just talking. Yeah, but, uh. So th let's just listen to what Ed has to say. Your first mistake was to give the doll recognition. That is the reason why the spirit moved into the doll to draw your attention to itself. Once it had your attention... All right, let's break this down. How do you ignore it, Ed? When the doll is walking around and doing the impossible double kneel in your rocking chair, the how do you go, no, yeah. nothing, see nothing. The doll's ordering shit on Amazon, Ed. We have to address it. <laughs> yeah, well, we have 57 Alexas, Ed. The they, doll's yeah, ordering but they shit. They, weren't, they were ignoring it. The, only, first, the, yeah. the only weensy voice of reason was big cock-sucking Lou. All yeah. right, okay, yeah. Bless his heart. And he's like... You fucking guys. <laughs> Cut the fucking shit. Ignore the doll. Look, look what's happening. They All wouldn't right. see the truth. All right. Okay, so oh. they made the, the mistake oh, of recognizing Jesus. it. All right. Okay. Once it had your attention, it exploited you. It simply brought you fear and even injury. Inhuman spirits enjoy inflicting pain. Simple science. Yeah. It's negative. Your next mistake was calling in a medium. The demonic has to somehow get your permission to interfere in your life. See, okay, okay. so right. right there, I have an issue because he just said somehow. So he, he, that he, means he, he doesn't, doesn't know. So he's, he doesn't, just, he's, he's just throwing that out there. I'm just going to throw okay. the end of this here. Mm. Unfortunately, through your own free will, you gave it permission. Okay. That's the the whole of what he had to say. But I agree with Chris. It's like All right, but they, we, every every clergy person, I, and I've talked to a few about like exorcism type stories. Usually off the record, because a lot of modern well, clergy people deal. are right. understandably <clears throat> hesitant to be associated with this. But, you know, they do believe in sense way that either through drug use or alcoholism or even spousal abuse, I've heard, something you do that's nefarious opens yourself up to the darker side. And if you let I, it I in know, and accept its signs, I don't. But to me, that's almost like saying it's, but, it's evil magic, so absolve the doer. Okay, but if you're dealing with Jesus and the devil and God and heaven and hell, there has to be some sort of correlation in the books to why this is a process that has to happen before you can be possessed by said demon. Well, I've no, never no, read right? exorcism there is, literature. No, but. there's nothing. Nothing that that gives those directives 
it, that that's why that is. I would is. assume there has to be something within demonology or they wouldn't have the Well, nothing like in the Bible, per se. Well, yeah, Maybe in mean, the catechism of the Catholic Church or something, there's, yeah, there's something, be something that says, well, yeah. this is how we deal with this. But that, I think that goes just... But the, how you deal with doesn't necessarily uh, entertain and or illuminate how it manifests. Right. That's right. like a different well, thing. Yeah, I'm saying I, manifest- like, I think they're more dealing with the symptoms after right. the problem. The manifestation itself, though, that Ed and Lorraine... About. The duo of demonology must have some knowledge of how this comes about if they're saying this is or, what happened. Yeah. They're doing a pretty good job of faking it. Okay, I didn't want to be the one to bring the fake Listen, card out. All right, well, I don't want to bring the one to be the well, faker. We have to broach this, in all fairness okay, to our right. listeners. They aren't the most highly respected paranormal team in okay. history. They are far and away the most famous now. They sound like they'd be oh, fun yeah, to party absolutely. with. And, uh, you know, like, uh, you <laughs> know, I've talked to yeah, teenagers that are with. practically reverential of A, their undying adoration, and B, their right. fearlessness in fighting the unknown. All that's fine, and that's how it's embodied in the films. And perhaps mm-hmm. it is real. Okay. When when Ed was alive, and I, I believe Lorraine still is, and she still has their house that harbors all these apparently occult uh, I, yeah, I think whatnot. you would still go there and see. I think it's still open to the public. In the glass okay. case. It seems like a horrible way to preserve evil entity or evil objects. Yeah, keep it in your house. If it was legitimately that dangerous, you'd think it'd be like hands you, off. You can't just. It'd be a vault. Yeah, <laughs> you would think it would be a vault and yeah. not like a museum. No, there'd be crosses actually, and it would be all. We're like, gonna we're gonna talk about that in a bit because the the actual museum part does come into play okay. at some point. Ooh. But 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 there's some people that really um, hold their work in high esteem and other people less so. Let's okay. Say. okay, so that's we just put all that right. out there for. Well, that's, we need to get all, all the facts fairness. on the table. Yeah, duo demonology. All right, paraliers. Adding to the shock. <laughs> That the three friends were no doubt experiencing at that moment, the Warrens went on to insist that following Lou's attack, the demon's next move would be to exit Annabelle and enter one of them for the purpose of, and I quote, complete human possession, followed almost inevitably by murder. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, murder's so funny. Chris is it's hilarious great. when people's lives are on the line. Murder most foul, indeed. Oh, that just—that makes no sense. God damn it! Well, well I mean, I don't I know. Mean, it has to what, go in some order. Is that what a demon wants to do? It's also, he's No, no. Do why, they... why does he have to be steps? Because it's there's no there's nothing written ever that says that these are the steps it ha- things have to take. Maybe they're just well. I just read something that's written that says these are the steps you they have to take. Maybe they got the <laughs> <laughs> maybe they got the bullet points from the demonology class, the PowerPoint. But yeah, PowerPoint no, possibly. Then, but I don't know. We may never know. I mean, I think jumping to okay, the like so the 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 demon wants to leave the doll possessed one of these three people, and then it has to be murder. Well, where else would you go? I don't know. I mean, like, is it the, no, is but it, why does it have to be stat? Like, generally, all right. Well, pe- like, I mean, make like, your job harder. No, but, but people get per- possessed. There's never. It's like uh, I had a teacup and it moved three inches a day, and then it, my hamster was weird, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden. My garbage can was fucking moving, and then it went to you. Like, there's no, it's not stuff. And then it's me. Yeah, and then I'm dead. Yeah, right, that's what I mean. Right. I mean, I don't know. I'm guessing maybe logically there would be a set of steps that have to happen, like most logically things in life and science. What itself. are we talking about I don't know. here? Demons. Logic. I don't know. No, I don't even fucking believe in demons. So or I don't know. Maybe what we've all thought were coronaries all these years has been an epidemic of demon possession followed. Oh, yeah, by, by murder. murder. Or is it somebody changing the time stream and shit just gets fucked up so 
it looks like it's demons, but someone's fucking with the time. Oh. All right, so it could be Doctor Who. Okay. It might be yeah. a demon. It's either Doctor Who or, or fucking Mephistopheles. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it. I think we narrowed it down to the cl- true, clear cases. It's Asmodeus. Oh, hey, y'all, it's no. me, Asmodeus. I do love that name. I know, you can't help. You have, you have to Duran Duran that name. All right, let's get back to Ed Warren talking his truth. Okay. Spirits don't possess things. Spirits possess people. All right, so that's important to know. Okay. First off, we can be possessed by the dead, which I didn't know until literally just now. Well, no, because it was clearly just an Adele. Yeah, that's why it's not a spirit. Okay. Okay. Because it's a thing. Okay. All right, let's let's get through Ed's explanation. Instead, the spirits simply moved the doll around. All right, now I'm confused. See, he's a fuck up. I knew it. I knew it. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, my God. Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get through this and then assess it. All right. So spirits don't possess things. Spirits possess people. Instead, the spirits simply moved the doll around and gave it the illusion of being alive. Now, what happened to Lou earlier this week was bound to happen sooner or later. In fact, you are all in jeopardy of coming under possession by this spirit. This is what the thing was really after. But Lou didn't but, believe in the charade. Wait. As we all knew intuitively, especially yep, Chris. That's right. So he was an ongoing threat to the entity. There was bound to be a showdown. Had now. the spirit been given another week or two, you might have been killed. All right. So I'm going to yeah, let but Chris see, be now, his now he's using He's transposing phrases. He's using spirit and a, demon. Now and he's, entity. he's switching right. things. Okay. Because he's saying spirits can't possess things. Then he's saying spirit. So was he this, multiple right. spirits? So the ghosts of dead people were moving the doll at the behest of a demon? That's, right. Are so it's minions? like a double drone. Like the demon's taking over the spirits of the dead <laughs> the to drone. move the doll, which is the tertiary right. drone. Because apparently they don't have the power to, to do anything yet except control spirits to control an inanimate thing until somebody says, I accept you. And then okay. all of a sudden they have power to, right. to do something. But then he goes on to say, you were all in jeopardy of coming under possession of the spirit, which indicates that the spirit was going to possess them. But was that different from the demonic entity that was possessing the doll that was really actually being moved by multiple fucking spirits? It's confusing. confusing You fucked up this time. I'm not saying your whole career was a lie. I'm not saying you're a charlatan. But, son, you fucked up this time. Okay. There's a logic loophole that I have a hard time dancing through. Yeah, you need to explain that a little bit better. Ed. Okay fucking warren <laughs> according to the warrens this left the students with just one recourse i think we can all guess oh exorcism the right. oh my god oh, jesus no. no that's too much chris is in his kitchen going to the oh. bathroom screaming nuclear no, attack he, we're fucking we're going to fucking max von sydow and he's going to dr strange love because okay. why not all right the warrens okay, so then, we're, we're talking exorcism now we're talking exorcism route that we can it is the right take. of exorcism okay. not thermonuclear war okay good okay the warrens then decided that the best course of action would be to invoke the power of an exorcism blessing an exorcism blessing excuse me to banish the malevolent monstrosity from the doll okay okay they contacted an episcopal priest named father cook again the aforementioned father cook who was at first reluctant to get involved with the case Probably a pretty smart move on his yeah, part. Yeah, you don't want to mess with the yeah. demon doll. I mean, you know, you got into it because it's easy work. You know, the pay's not great, but you get a home provided for you. A yeah. lot of cookies probably from parishioners. 
I, maybe he was a man of great faith. I'm not here to disparage it. A couple bucks here, a couple bucks here. Who you wants get to car, deal with a demon? No, All right. No but eventually he yielded after, Warren, after the Warrens explained just how dire the situation had become. Ed Warren explained how the Episcopalian blessing differed from the more famous Catholic rite of exorcism. And this is Ed Warren explaining it. The Episcopal blessing of the home is a wordy seven-page document, great endorsement, that is distinctly positive in nature. Rather than specifically expelling evil entities from the dwelling, the emphasis is instead directed toward filling the home with the power of the positive and of God. That's the worst manifesto ever. Well, seven pages of yeah, geez, seven no, pages. I guess, yeah. sunshine and good. Okay. Unlike most cinematic versions of an exorcism, the ritual occurred without much commotion from the demonic doll. Following the sacred ceremony, Father Cook extended the blessing to Donna, Angie, Lou, and the Warrens, then, in what I assume was his best Zelda Rubenstein voice, (laughs) declared that the demon was no longer going to harm them. They were clean. (laughs) They were clean. The Warrens weren't so sure. Mm, Do demonology questioning the faith. All right, what do we got in the the aftermath? Following Father Cook's exorcism, Ed and Lorraine, still doubtful that that demon had actually been banished from the potentially homicidal Annabelle, suggested that they remove the doll from the home. Donna, eager to be rid of About the nightmarish entity, time. readily consented to their request. Jeez. No shit, I Sherlock. can't believe it took that long. Like, the moment anyone offers that. Yeah. Yeah, no, please. That's, please, first thing, yeah. yes. I have the snake knife. It keeps stabbing me. <laughs> I, and, like, weeks later, you're just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Uh, get rid of the you fucking get rid snake of the knife. Fucking snake knife. <laughs> it, it, we all know. Jesus Christ. We all know. It's an amazing analogy. <laughs> Let's just the snake knife. <laughs> oh God! All right. Ed <clears throat> then cautiously picked up the hateful Ed doll Warren. and handed it to Lorraine because hateful. Fuck that shit. I'm not going to hold it. Yeah, okay. I'd be punching that constantly. Yeah. I, well, I don't right even want to f- make right. it mad. I'd swaddle right it. Keep it. I would face. gently love it. Keeping a goddamn. Can bag. you just burn it? I, Why? What you Why? think? I don't know. Whereupon Father Cook, who was evidently not completely convinced of the exorcism's effectiveness either, warned Ed not to drive home on the interstate lest the inhuman entity managed to linger within the doll and tried to influence their car. It can can influence the car? Why couldn't it? Good sir, it tried to strangle Big Lou. Yeah, but there's no indication it can control our There's no indication it can't. There's no indication it can. <laughs> all right, we're at an end pass. You both get one point. Continue round. All right. I get all of the points. You oh. each get a point. Can I get a point for once, I please? Gave you, I gave you a point. I gave Christopher a point. I Chris, I is just, Chris is trying to steal my fucking you, points. You all got participation trophies. We're okay? all pretty, we is everybody all okay now? I get more points. <laughs> all right, we're, we're give getting, Chris another point. We're getting there. We're You're gonna... welcome. <laughs> it tried to influence the car. Again. <laughs> all right. Lorraine then placed the doll into the backseat of the car, buckled up, Ed started the engine, and in what must have been one of the most stressful late-night drives in human history, they began their lengthy journey home. Ed took the priest's advice and stuck to the winding back roads, where few other drivers would be jeopardized by their diabolical passenger. It would turn out to be a wise decision. I think no one's surprised by this. Here we go. 30 fucking ghosts came out of the fucking <laughs> 30 ghosts. heat no, vent. I think this is... Yeah, no, this is... According to the Warrens, whenever they approached a sharp curve, their vehicle would inevitably stall, causing the brakes and power steering to fail simultaneously and sending them perilously close to driving off the road. So it's like it can douche you really bad, and if you aren't, like, cool under pressure, you're fudged. It just... It, it, fry, it, it temporarily fries the starter in your car, and then you just... Well, I, you know, here's no the power thing. steering. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think 
Honestly, Fuck. guys, I think we've made a huge breakthrough in demonology here in this podcast, and this is what it is. They use so many fucking surrogates that whatever little energy can actually manifest itself in the real world is enough to like shitbag a starter on an old Pontiac, yeah. yeah, but not enough to like lift the car up and rip it right. asunder. No, you right. do something small. They just come over as assholes or bullies. Well, because they're, they're, they're <laughs> possessing <laughs> yeah. a spirit that possesses yeah. a doll that possesses the brake system. I know that's fucked up. So when you're when you're yeah. that convoluted, eventually, you know, you can still die, but maybe it's just like just keep you your wits. You do the bare minimum to annoy the shit out of people <laughs> in a dangerous <laughs> way. Yeah. All okay, right. So how was the rest of the journey, Rob? Well. Not good. <laughs> Not good. Not good. Fuck's sake. What would you expect? All, All right. right. They also had more than one near collision with a passing car. Finally, Ed had had enough and reached into his black bag. You know, the special black bag. He's got bag. the six demon bag? He yeah, he does. Removed a vial of holy water and doused the rag doll with the sign of the cross. Son of a bitch is giving it the sign of the cross. Oh, Absolutely. You got to. The power of Christ compels you. Yep. The doll would behave normally for the remainder of the ride. Of course. Oh, Jesus. Good. Well, it got drowned in Christ. Christ water. All right. All right. Once home, Ed, inexplicably, I might add, placed the doll into a chair adjacent to his desk. He reported that the doll levitated on more than one occasion, Mm-mm. then seemed to fall into a lifeless state. You know, totally unexpected for a doll. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. The hiatus lasted only a few weeks, and before long, Annabelle was up to her old tricks. The Warrens claimed that they had locked Annabelle in the outer office before setting out on a trip, but when they returned home and opened the front door, they discovered that the doll was facing them, perched seemingly contentedly perched. on Ed's easy chair as if mocking their efforts to contain it. So this exorcism didn't work? Not at Clearly. all. Okay, all right. I mean, they can't even lock it in the goddamn outer office. Okay, all right. An outer office that is locked. Sons of bitches. Clearly. Losers. Mocking their efforts to contain it. The doll would also, much like in her previous home, randomly appear in different rooms of the house, startling the Warrens. Finally, the Warrens had enough of Annabelle's unnatural antics, and they decided to bring in the big guns, a Catholic priest and exorcist by the name of Father Jason Bradford. Nice. A name to be respected and feared. That's about the first normal name I've heard in any of these stories. I hear you. I hear you. Jason Bradford. (laughs) By all accounts, Father Bradford did not take kindly to be called in to deal with this alleged devil doll. He's too good for this. He's too big for this well, scene. Well, it's fucked up. No no priest wants to be, hey, uh, this doll is fucking... It's moving. Yeah. Doing some shit. Sitting you, in my you, chair. Yeah. My favorite chair. All right. According to reports of the encounter, Father Bradford brashly approached the inert doll and ripped it up from its seat, screaming, You're just a rag doll, Annabelle. You can't hurt anyone. Mm-mm. Bad scene. At which point he threw the doll back down on the chair. Ed blanched at the vitriolic demeanor and stated, Uh, that's one thing you better not say. No, what happened? Come on, yeah. man. No. All right. Dude. Lorraine was also disturbed by Father Bradford's dismissive behavior and begged the priest well, to be careful while driving and to call her when he got back to the rectory. The oh, call no. did not come until late in the evening when the shaken priest told Lorraine that his brakes had given out just as he had approached a hectic intersection. His car was demolished and he and others involved in the accident barely survived oh, from the depths of hell cut the brake line well we know it can do it yeah apparently don't be a do dick. we do not be a dick 
Well, I have a lot of problems with this. <laughs> yeah, no, this, this, is, this has got some giant holes in it, but okay. It was then, uh, this, is the, this is its most famous seal, yeah, right. it was then that the Warrens decided that Annabelle was simply too dangerous to be exposed to the world, so they had her specially sealed in a case built for the doll. Fucking duh. I don't know like what they did, like if they had blessed wood, shards of the yeah, original crucifix. Yeah, it's wood from Jesus' cross. No, if okay. you look, like if it's you like watch anything, coffin. it's in a glass yeah. case. It's just in a glass case. Yeah, yeah you go to but AC Moore and pick one up for like twelve bucks. In all fairness, plastered with the sign reading, "Warning: Positively, do not open." You know, so that's all you, you know need. Someone's gonna open. Really, that's you covered all your bases. Right. You don't need a vault. You don't need anything special. You need a glass case someone's where you can easily it. see, <clears throat> and just a sign, just a little sign. Just don't do it. Positively. Not even like. Why, I don't even, why does that matter? Nothing's worked so far. Why does this work? Well, right. we don't know the kind of blessings that might be sealed within and or. In I the feel world. like it doesn't matter. They have various priests so far. True, but one was kind of a douche and probably didn't give full holy commitment to the moment. That's true. In all fairness, Bradford really didn't I feel seem have to the believe. power to Christ some water. <laughs> that water should be Christed, and you should not you be would able think, to you would fucking think the get past that. Itself would be enough. Yeah. I know. All right. All right. The case, which the demon doll inhabits to this day, was placed in a room full of supposedly cursed objects that the Warrens mm-hmm. had taken out of circulation, and the door was locked. Eventually, the Warrens, again, much to my eternal dismay and confusion, turned their terrifying collection into an occult museum. Yeah. Which was open to the public. The now incarcerated Annabelle seems to be unable to move, but that does not mean that her nefarious powers have diminished. Isn't this the plot for like the Friday the 13th series? Sort of. Right. Exactly. It's, ex- yeah. it's exactly. Kind of exactly. They collected yeah. cursed yeah. objects. Think, um, like a reality show now called like Haunted Collector or something like that. It's been around for a while. For that was around, I think, for okay. a while yeah. where they... So, All right. Yes. Definitely people have been influenced by this. All right. Arguably the most disturbing tale associated with the malicious ragdoll involves a young couple who were touring the museum with Ed as a guide. After Ed had explained the background story of Annabelle, the young man, full of the hubris of youth and no doubt trying to impress his girlfriend, pounded on the glass case and challenged the doll to rise up and scratch him. Ed wasted no time in escorting the couple out of the museum, stating, Son, you need to leave. Ed watched as the couple drove off in the young beau's motorcycle and was sadly one of the last people to see him alive. According to his girlfriend, just after they left the museum, they were laughing about the silly stories surrounding the doll when the man abruptly lost control of his motorcycle and crashed head-on into a tree. He was killed instantly, and his girlfriend required over a year of hospitalization. While many skeptics would insist that this was nothing more than a sorrowful coincidence, the Warrens were convinced that they had incurred the wrath of Annabelle. Mm, no. Don't fuck with the doll, dude. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. When I, say, when I hear this story... I know it's absurd, it's stupid, I don't believe it, and if someone invited me to come talk to this fucking doll or even to visit the museum, I would politely and graciously tell them to piss off. I wouldn't get near it, because right. while I don't technically believe in demons, as oh, I've established... Rob's famous statement. It is a famous statement yeah. in, in other sundry corners. I still am not going to F around. Right, I, would, I just fact. wouldn't. I get it. Because no. why take the chance? Even if it's the placebo ah. effect of possession. Yeah, I mean, yes, I'm not really big into it. I don't believe it. I don't personally buy into most any of this stuff. No, but neither like, do for I. For some reason, I'm still kind of like Ouija boards. Eh, I don't know. I just don't. 
No, I, I mean, you, have, you have a complete issue with Ouija boards. I do not. Yeah, but I... I will not say Bloody Mary in my mirror. However, yeah. I give no fucks about Ouija boards. So we all sure. have a thing. Yeah. yeah. And I, 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 I don't know why. I've, not... I've gotten to exactly two Bloody Marys I don't know how many times. I know. And you know See, what I think I've happen? done it full. You've pretty, done it full? I'm pretty sure I have. Really? Yeah, you're, just, sure you're, I have. you're a ticking time bomb. I'm, I'm an, you, I'm you're going to you're gonna uh, go. Yeah. It'll be ironic. She'll come to you when you're 87. <laughs> yeah. Didn't see this yeah. coming, fucker. <laughs> Guess took what? You, took you long enough, you bitch. You get come reaped. fight me. <laughs> God damn it. I, I got the possessed steak knife <laughs> yeah. for the fence. All right. So, All just right. get back to the reality of it. Ed Warren passed away in 2006, and Lorraine, now in her 80s, remains a thoroughly dedicated paranormal investigator. She claims that while Annabelle has not been able to break out of her case, she still manages to shift positions and on occasion has been known to growl mm. at unwary and no doubt terrified visitors. No. Okay. I don't believe it. All right. So let's get to what could be some of the legitimate factors in this case. All right. Let's Are wrap we talking about a genuine demonic possession or diabolical manifestation, a misunderstood haunting, a bizarre series of events embellished by media-darling demonologists mm. are one of the most elaborate paranormal hoaxes ever pulled off, resulting in a legend of a possessed doll so terrifying that it makes Chucky look like a Cabbage Patch Kid. It kind of really does. But the problem with this is there's so much information. There's a cavalcade so you, you of avalanche. dissect it piece, piece by, by piece. piece. Yeah, if, if you like, go through from, everything that happened... Like I, you can't explain anything up until uh, Lou was in his bed. Okay, so this is the same thing with aliens, like sleep paralysis. Right. Yeah. Totally. Look, yeah. why is it there, and then it's not fucking there? It's it's it, it's back where it was. Why didn't it finish the job? Why didn't Could finish it the not job? Finish the job. Yeah. If it did, if it did asphyxiate him, he would have woken up as soon as his brain got oxygen again. Or why? I mean, if it's strong enough, because you don't just to fall asleep, strangle you, and it's so implacable that right. it feels like a wall when you try to move it. Then whatever force is guiding this doll is much, much stronger than Lou. Right? Why is well, Lou alive? Sounds, to actually, kind of sounds thing? like sleep paralysis. It could have been like he had a heart attack in his sleep. That's what it probably in 1970 right. in the state of forensics. Yeah. And if it has soft cushiony strangulation marks, I mean, yeah. that's that's the problem. Like. You know, I mean, physics is still a thing. So if if it did push that hard, there has to be something. It is a soft dial. There has to be some sort of evidence. The question to me is 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 more about accepting the reality that this happened. Why doesn't it kill? We all grew up with horror films. The demons kill it every every. It did kill it. It killed the dude on the motorcycle. Well, that guy was being a dick. No, just no. That's that's indirect. That's not. Also, you know what he did to the guy on the motorcycle? Honestly. He fucked with the brakes, and it's the first time it worked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the time. Because he cut fucked the, with brakes. Cut the brakes. She fucked with yeah. brakes all the time. He couldn't figure out how to get the pads off, Robert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a motorcycle. You got to remove. Mo- look, you got to remove the calipers, man. Yeah, fair Take enough. The calipers off. There you Motorcycles go. are treacherous by comparison to four wheel vehicles. Yes, I, so I, I find just think. Dubious. You know what I think? She got lucky. He got unlucky. She got lucky. Yeah. It seems to me like there's a series of events that happen around this these women dealing with this allegedly possessed doll that just kind of conflated everything into a fucking circus. And that the Lorraines 
embraced it, sensationalized because it. Because they're the duo of demonology. And, and this is really where they made all their money at, right? I, I, this yeah, is the no, big No, this, this is their is thing. thing, yeah. And they didn't even get super famous until long, well, a little, yeah, a little yeah. bit after Ed and died too, and maybe long, people, I think you know, maybe deep into Lorraine's life. When stuff like this is going on, people are kind of like hypersensitive. People might play into things a little bit more than they normally do. Mm-hmm. We've all experienced it. Jesus at one point was uh, admiring your sister's uh, new living room, According correct? According to an individual. Okay. Yeah. Jesus himself. That happened to be there. Inside that your sister had nice new flooring. Yeah, no, so, it's true. Hard, he, if, Jesus likes hardwood. Deny it. If it's all the if it's uh, all these things playing that together, that seems kind of horribly ironic, though. It does kind of seem ironic, actually. He's a if, carpenter. If you know what's he going to do? He's checking the work. He has out. to admire craftsmanship. So if all these different things are playing together, and you really, I mean, from the angle of Ed and Lorraine Warren, they obviously that they can exploit this, and clearly this is in the media. This oh, is well, out sure. there, you know, getting getting traction, getting them traction. They got a lot of play from Amityville. And that photo of the kid, you know, that famous photo yeah, of the white-eyed kid yeah, yeah. that allegedly wasn't in the house that yeah. may look like one of the right. the dead Lundy kids. I don't even know. What was the name yeah, of the Yeah, no, family? right, 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 right. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I think... <sighs> it's... If, I'm going to go with this. There's is just, a lot of information. This is just kind of... Well, it's hard. It's always hard to take this stuff yeah. seriously. You have to suspend... A fuck ton of disbelief. But we will believe a, a, a vegetable man. Every time. Vegetable man. That seems like hard <laughs> yeah, science to me. Exactly. Where's the Nobel Prize for the vegetable man? Yeah. Exactly. And his unique form right. of anesthetic. But ironically, this has 17.14 times the amount of it, more information. Sure. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Than that. I, I'll be but... honest, though. The moving doll part really intrigues me. No. Oh, me <clears> like, too. And me when too. these girls were sage enough... To like fold up the carpet by the door mm-hmm. and put little markers by the window because their yeah, first totally. assumption isn't we've got a ghost or a demon or anything supernatural. It's just someone's breaking in and effing with our minds. And when you find no evidence of it and through locked yes, doors right, within right. the house, which is a whole separate set of keys, mm-hmm. you still find the doll moving back and forth. Yeah. And when it's on its knees, impossibly. Right. It's not like it's got bendy wire in there. Yeah. Um, right. I'm impressed with that. Now, I'm not sure so much about how I feel what happens after Ed and Lorraine hit the scene. I think they, they were pretty quick to give their explanations that you just either have to accept at face value or fully reject. Right. And and they might have more experience in this, but they don't really have more experience in this particular case. I need case. to see their degree in demonology if they got it from, like, DeVry or if it was, like, a Phoenix Online <laughs> Institute thing. Like, I need, to know, I need to know where they got the demonology degree from. Yeah, Apex Tech. Yeah, they, but, did, uh, they did. Yeah, they, they did. Not, not that I'm dissing anyone that graduated from either of those fine institutions. No, I went to actually a couple of those things. But, but that having been said, uh, I, I'm much more inclined to buy Angie, Donna, and Big Lou's assertions yeah, and 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 then not saying I wholly reject Ed and Lorraine Warren and what they say, but with a much more incredulous eye. Totally, you have to have that. Yeah, well, it's I, because they they come in with with this air of oh, this is what this is, mm-hmm, but right. why why is this this what and this they don't is? give you? Yeah, yeah well, why is it a lying? I mean, little girl? again, maybe they do they have some kind of demonology field book that they've published where like well, well here's the breakdown of how this stuff happens. They are. Regarded highly in the demonology field, apparently. Yeah, I don't know. There's not. There's. There's not a thing. There's not a first, unless right. you count uh, fucking it was Abraham, whoever he he built the temple with mm-hmm. his demon controlling ring. Oh, Solomon. <laughs> Solomon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty cool ring. King Solomon. Right, but otherwise, there's no book. 
Right. Yeah, you know, There's you don't no... have a lot of cases of the useful uses of demons. Like in the Middle Ages, you know, people that were like hanging out with alchemists and sorcerers, they would all the time be trying to capture demons to do their bidding. But that almost always seems to have like just yeah. been the bad idea, the wrong call. Solomon's the only one that seemed to pull it off, and guess what? He's one of the megastars of the Bible, so he could. And that's how you become big is by controlling demons. Um, okay, so closing thoughts. Magic ring. What do you guys think? I, I really I, I, am fascinated by the first half of this. I really am genuinely fascinated by these events. Right. I don't see any reason why young professionals would have any reason to lie about this because they have every reason to be uh, ridiculed and impugned and very few to... And granted, they only gave their first name, so that kind of helps too. Uh, they have very reason to lie, uh, very few reasons to lie about this. I don't think they ever made any money off it. I think the Lorraines do what they do best, which is exploit a given situation. So I think we might have had a, a genuine paranormal phenomenon that was exploited by people that maybe even had the best of intentions, right? But <clears throat> weren't above monetizing and and sensationalizing uh, they, the events yeah. they dealt yeah. with, and 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 had very definitive opinions that are very hard to substantiate yeah yeah i think i'm kind of along the uh, lines as you like i said earlier i think that there was a situation happening and i think that the the lorraine came in and kind of conflated a little bit to kind of make it their own thing and it is what it is and look how well it worked they have a movie they have uh, have, uh, three of them and probably no more they have the the conjuring the conjuring two annabelle the first annabelle Annabelle right where they i haven't seen that one no they weren't an annabelle creation so maybe three yeah, and I'm, and sure I'm sure more to come. And I'm sure they're getting kickbacks from whatever. Well, she is at least. Yeah, she is definitely. Which, yeah. you know, I mean, I guess good on her. You know, oh, no. And that's how you make your money. I got no fault. <sighs> Listen, huckster it up. Yeah. Do it up. And you sure. know what? There's really well. a chance she genuinely believes. You know what? There's a chance that it's real. Right. There's a chance that it's all bullshit. Yeah. And then there's this really bizarre middle ground chance where she desperately believes it, and it all ends up being bullshit that kind of falls into place with her belief system which hey no. which is possible weirder things Good have happened i don't know which it is but, but it makes either. for fun movies and that's cool but i do think the original phenomenon is something that is at least intriguing chris what do you think no i i, I like once before they come in if that was just a story right <clears throat> up until big lou has a shit and it was just like whatever happened after then whatever then it's like oh what the fuck but when people start coming in and claiming yeah. knowledge for for a reason that they can't, why why they have that knowledge, right. why they know that this is what this is, <clears throat> then they start having issues yeah. with that. No, the totally. one small thing, though, to give the devil his due, ironically speaking, that the the Warrens <laughs> have in their favor is clearly Angie, Donna, and Lou stopped getting bothered the moment they took the doll away. It's true. So maybe that's just an actual thing that happens when you remove a potentially evil entity. Or maybe these guys really were on the ball and found a way to sequester said entity. Maybe. All right, there you go. Or was that the placebo? uh... Fair enough. These guys are going to take, now we don't have to worry about it. All right. Lou was clearly bothered. Oh, yeah. He was trying to find a deal. And you know what? He didn't have the balls to go in the door when he heard the sounds. He waited for the sounds to stop. And somehow... That's just not the Lou I know. Yeah. <laughs> it was in his head, so he had that weird sleep paralysis moment. Where... Nice. All right, cool. So there you have it. That is our two-part episode on... Our two-one part. You're welcome. Two episodes released the same week because we didn't want to be... Dicks about it. Dicks yeah. about it and release them two separate... Yeah, okay. We Again, have no answers, lo- really. Logistically, we can't 
get our way out of a goddamn box, but we managed to pull it off. So we did our best. It. We, 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 we did our level best. We tried. That's our attempt right there. Uh, thank you for joining us for the two-part Annabelle. Uh, be sure to rate and review this podcast on iTunes and the um, Apple Podcasts app. Uh, we are on social media. We're on Twitters. We're on Facebooks. We're on Insta. As the kids call oh, it. Oh, is that what they do? Insta. Oh, yeah. that's adorable. So uh, be sure to hit us up at those locations, and we're talking to you soon. Chris. Absolutely. And you know what? Dolls are fucking horrible, period. Get Regardless of, of whether or not they're infested. Yeah, get, get, rid get, rid of, get rid of dolls. Get rid of dolls.